like to welcome everybody to the Coaches in the Mouth. It's Coach Jeff Williams, Coach Bray Cook here with me. The Mouth, Brent Bender. Hey, what? how about this weather? I mean, you're talking about two weeks ago. You couldn't even go outside because it's hot, and the weather is just fall is here and ball's rolling. And uh, It's football weather, Coach. It is football all over the place. Well, let's jump right into it. Let's just talk about the Razorbacks from last Saturday. Uh, all three of us uh, – Made the trip up to Fayetteville, watched, uh, and that part of it. Bray, you know, it was kind of an interesting thing. Now you listen to, uh, you know, final score wasn't what everybody wanted it to be here or there. Uh, you know, everybody's kind of dissecting the offensive line about what they're, you know, this issue, running the ball. Talk to me what you felt. And I'll be honest, I went to the game and there just wasn't much energy from the crowd. Yep. There wasn't. I'm not saying the team wasn't ready, but the, you know the energy level there and and that part of it. Uh, but a win's a win. You pick up, move on, and a week, a different week's a, a whole different journey. What was your take, and what do you see? And let's talk. Let's kind of get into the running game a little bit. Well, I mean, you mentioned there wasn't energy from the players uh, or the crowd. I mean, we're on the same page here. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day. It is Kent State, and you hate to say that, especially. I'm taking off my coach hat here. Yeah. This is this is a podcasting hat. Uh, uh, it, it's rat poison. I mean, it, it's what Coach Saban talks about. You expect to go beat Kent State by a lot of points. You expect it to not be very hard. Um, not just the, the players, but the fans. And I think that we kind of walked out there and thought that, and uh, didn't quite beat up on them like we uh, expected to. Well, and, and I tell you what, it all worked out for them. You get in those games like that, you know, they're shortening the game. They're mm-hmm. snapping it with one second. They're loading the box. They're kind of making just – they're not looking to score touchdowns, really. They're kind of looking just to get first downs mm-hmm. and keep it moving and keep it close. They got killed the week before, take their check and go home. Yep. And that's kind of what I, I took out of the whole deal. But, it, you know, you get in games like that, you can't score 35 points on one play. No. No. And, and that, that, I think that's the – Sometimes you get in that mode when you play teams like that. Brent, uh, you've got to go back. Actually, you were there I and t- watched it, and and, uh, and went back and watched it. What what was your takeaway? I tell you what I saw first and foremost is that Kent State had the perfect game plan for against us. Uh, run them. Run, take the take the play clock down as far as you can take it. Snap it, then run it three or four yards. Take the play clock down, snap it. You know, and uh, one thing that hurts you now, you forget with the new cl- timing rules yeah. in call in college football. I mean, you're through the. I think the game time for the whole game was two hours and forty five minutes. Uh, Saturday, um, that. I mean, before you know, you've had two, but realistically, you could have one possession apiece, and the first 15 minutes is the first quarter's over. Well, and, and, and you know what? I heard a lot of coaches complain about that this week. I think Chip Kelly mm-hmm. made a deal about, hey, with these new rules, I hope the TV people sold a lot of advertisements. And things, yeah. You know, yeah. you, you're, you're kind of hearing a little of that. Um, so, granted, the Razorback, Razorbacks didn't do what. Didn't do what everybody expected them to do, run out and throw up another 56 and Kent State, uh, throw up another six and we, Lottie, Lottie die, everything's great. Um, uh, but, uh, you know, 
they want they Razorbacks did what they had to do. There were, never was any doubt that they weren't going to win the game, in my opinion. Uh, when they needed to, at the end of the game, they ran. They looked a little bit like the old Razorbacks. Ran the clock, ran the ball, ran the clock down six six. The last six minutes and thirty seconds, um, it was over. Um, I think that uh, one conclusion that I think we can come to. We've got KJ has got to run the ball for us to be to be successful. Uh, it opens up so many other things for our other running backs, um, and opens up a whole offense, in my opinion. If he's if he is and he's a good runner, you say, well, you hate to get him hurt. Well, I want to have a chance. I want to have our best chance to win, and him running the ball ten or 50, 10 times a game is a chance for us to win. Well, it is, and I, I don't think you go into a mentality that way about hip, people getting hurt. I mean, it's just mm-hmm. part of it. But I tell you what, bot, what really bothered me about that, Brent, is, and I've got a little different view on it, is I thought they got nervous in the third and fourth, you know, in, in the second half, and they had to run him, and I don't think that was playing. I'd listen to mm-hmm. it, you know, they were going to use him in short yardage, but with the box count, we run running real good. You know, they're trying to run the clock and they're trying to get out of the game too. And we had to run him and that didn't make me feel real good about it. Sure. And, but, but, you know, a lot of times, hey, KJ's a great runner. We're going to run KJ. I think you're exactly right. And we're, we're going to have to, to win ball games. But I think, to be honest with you, they're probably saving that for this week in LSU and, and they had to break it out a little early. So that's got to make you a little nervous. Yep. Yeah. And I, I, I agree with, I agree with you. Wholeheartedly, Coach Williams, that uh, that was not our plan at the at the beginning of that game. Was KJ have to run it like he did? But we, as the game unfolded, we said, "Whoa, boys, wait a minute, we got to get something going here because we weren't exactly throwing it good. We we didn't have anything to hang our hat on." And then all of a, then they start running big two thirty number one quarterback up in there. And Kent State's defense didn't want any more of that after a while. And that just, I think that does a, that does one thing. It energizes our team when they see KJ out there running the ball like he, like only he can run it. I'm not going to say he's a, uh, Cam, uh, Bray, you played against Cam Newton. Mm-hmm. You, you saw what he, you saw what he was. I, I'm not comparing KJ to a Heisman Trophy candidate. But uh, uh, our team takes on the mantra of K.J. Jefferson. As he goes, goes the Razorbacks. Uh, I I think so. And Mm -hmm. and, uh, I tell you what, two weeks in a row, a defender has hit him (laughs) on a sack and fell down and hurt. And And that guy's like running a brick wall Mm -hmm. big time. Well, Bray, let's let's, – just a few more things here. Everybody's talking about the offensive line. I mean, that, that all came in. You know, ask Coach Pittman. He rotating some guys in there, and he's trying to find some guys. He's playing a lot of young guys, and I thought a great statement was, you know, we played nine defensive linemen also. And I understand yeah. it's a different animal, but they're trying to find people. What do you see? What's Coach trying to do? Coach Kennedy, as far as offensive linemen, you've been a part of that, that them rotating guys, and you've done it yourself playing mm-hmm. there. What's the mindset? What's coach looking for? 
Well, <clears throat> the biggest key I think is important is that he has a history of having very successful offensive lines um, and, and has always put out um, some big names, big talent, and put up big numbers. And so whatever it is they are doing is the right answer. Uh, to me. So, um, obviously having extra guys that you can put out there is huge. Um, especially, you know, usually you go into a game and you might have six O linemen you feel real comfortable with. And that six one might play a couple different spots and pop in different places. But to be able to rotate more than that is, is huge. Um, one for experience for those young guys. Two, um, for the ability, uh, the ability to, uh, give some of your older guys a breather, uh, and get out there and have some fresh talent. So, um, and, and maybe a big part of it too is looking for the right pieces. You know, who, who's working well together. Um, and, and sometimes that changes week to week. Mm-hmm. And then that changes with all positions. So, uh, for him to do that with the offensive line, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm all for it. Um, I know they'll find the right guys. Well, let's, let's, let's move on here before we get into high school and a little pro stuff here and bring on some guests. We got BYU coming into town. We went, and, and I made the statement last year, mouth not, whoever scheduled BYU at BYU is crazy. I mean, that, that's just crazy. And we went over there last year and played well, gave up a lot of points, scored a lot of points, listened to their coach and his press conference uh, for the week. And they look like a, they're, they're two and oh, they really hadn't played anybody either, but. They look like, hey, they won a piece of the Razorbacks. They were upset that we came in and beat them last year and look extremely focused. Uh, the competition stepping up. We'll get some telltale signs on a lot of positions. What's your take this week on the BYU game? What are you looking for? Well, you know, kind of like we talked about earlier, you're going to see a different Razorback team this Saturday than you saw at versus Kent State. Um, because again, it's, it's an opponent that's got a little bit, little, little heavier weight, a little more weight to it. And, and it's easy to get up for a game like BYU coming into Fayetteville. Uh, what time's kickoff? 6.30? Six o'clock. Yeah, 6.30. Yeah, the fans will be there too. Oh, yeah. It's, it's going to be a little different atmosphere. And I think that we'll see, um, our team firing on all cylinders. Well, the weather's going to be great to get a little bit more longer to tailgate and they'll be ready to roll. Brent, what are you looking forward to against this BYU game? I tell you what is, um, the most, what I'm looking forward to seeing is uh, how our uh, offensive offensive line handles uh, BYU's front because they've got a new defensive coordinator. The former head coach at we- uh, Weaver State is the uh, first year defensive coordinator. Former B, uh, and uh, I think it's going to be interesting to see. Uh, when you're bringing as many folks as he's going to be bringing every time, our line, our linemen's got to have their eyes up and their head on head on the swivel, and the lit, and you've got to make sure you are playing your assignment perfect on the offensive line because the least little when they're bringing folks, the least little snafu could will, will break into a fifteen a minus fifteen sackaroo, and uh, we don't need that, but. I think the big thing for the Hogs is first time they get the ball Saturday night to get it and do something with it. Let's don't have a let's don't have a four let's don't have a three and out. Let's move the move the ball, uh, score on the do some sort of score on the first drive. Like to have a touchdown, but we take a field goal the first time we come out there. That gives us something positive to look at. Um, we need. Uh, uh, AJ Green to continue how he finished 
last week with 85 yards rushing against Kent State. I believe he found his groove in the second half. And go where the the one thing I think our backs need to work on or figure out, it's okay to get four yards pop. You don't all, you don't always need to hit the grand salami, okay? Uh, it's people like to see the long runs, but if you run off four yards, three yards, five yards, three and a half yards, sooner or later those holes are going to get bigger and bigger and bigger, and you're going to hit those home run balls, and that's what the pick. But I think that's really all the Razorbacks need to do this week is play within themselves. Don't do anything that the, that they haven't already done. You know, don't try to reinvent the wheel, and we'll be fine. Well, and and I agree with you. But I'm looking forward to it. We'll try to have some uh, a guest on next week to start an SEC play and talk about a little bit about SEC. Do a little something with them. Well, let's move on to high school. First of all, hey, Coach Brent Cook, you're three and zero. Three and zero. Congratulations. The Ridge Blackhawks are three and zero. Got a bye week. You, you got to have to love those bye weeks. They're, they're, they're nice. Good timing, yeah. Yep. I mean, we'll take uh, it. man, talk about your team just a little bit before we get into everybody else. Yeah, you know, our guys are playing really hard right now. Um, they're, they're bought into some of the things we're doing. Uh, you know, you can't ask uh, for more from from our offensive line. And Seth Foster, our running back, does a great job. You know, we, we practice in the morning. Staff meet at 515. And those days I pull into the office at 430 and Seth's up there doing doing ladder drills. So, uh, we got a great running back and, and, and quarterback in Gavin Dixon, three-year starter, who's really playing well, uh, 777 total yards. Wow. So, um, so, so he's doing some good things and defensively, um, they, coach hoteling has got that group rolling right now. So they're playing fast. Yeah. But you know, it, it's important for us this week to, to, to clamp down and, and to really focus on some fundamentals and get ready for, for conference play because, you know, it's a, it's a whole different ball game. It is. It, you know, everything changes. Well, I tell you, the you know, big story last week was 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 Parkview. Parkview going to Bryant Mouth. You picked it. You and Grandma and I picked it. We talked about it a lot this summer. But them going on the road and beating Bryant, man, I, you talk about a statement. And uh, I mean, what's what's yeah. your thoughts, Mouth? Well, uh, let's get right that right to it. Um, two of the two of the best teams, two of the best high school football teams in this state. They're probably one and two in the composites. Is any way you look at it? I mean, Parkview at five in five A is loaded. I mean, they got players all over the field, and they've got the Bolding brothers doing the coaching. They got Brad doing the, Coach Brad Bolding doing the head coaching, and Coach Bobby Bob Bolding Bolding doing the uh, defense. Uh, that's a pretty good defense coordinator the last time I checked. Yeah, he is. And, and Clay Benberger, the offense yep. coordinator, has done a good ben. job also. But I tell you what, let's get – hey, let's get Coach Bolding on here right now. Uh, BSN uh, guest – one of their BSN guests of the week, Coach Brad Bolding, let's bring him on. Coach, welcome to the Coaches in the Mouth show. Hey, great, great to have you back on. You talk about uh, – the Parkview Patriots are, are the kind of the Colorado Buffaloes right now of high school football in Arkansas. I mean, everybody's talking about you. Y'all go last week, uh, stopped the 54-game, 55-game winning streak or whatever it was with Bryant at their place. Uh, the mouth picture, Grandma and I picture, felt the, the upset was coming. And uh, 
man, you guys, and we felt like going into it, you know, you took your 11, they took their 11, uh, you know, y'all match up fine. And, uh, you know, just the, the depth part of, it, but talk to us about, you gotta be on a high, your kids do your coaching staff and your community. Talk to us about last week's game of Bryant, and then we'll, we'll move on. Cause you got another big one. Yeah, well, I tell you what. First, uh, you got to go. You got to give them a lot of credit. Those guys, I, I have a tremendous amount of respect for them and their coaches, and what they've been able to accomplish is phenomenal. I mean, it's it'll be tough to, for someone to ever do. I mean, they were really close to beating Frank Frank McClellan's. Oh yeah, um, streak. So I mean, it's it's impressive. Uh, our guys, man, you know, we team camp with them five times. I mean, and we played them last year really well. You know, our guys got used to them, and we kind of, you know, we just felt like that we could play with them. We scheduled them. I really wasn't one that wanted to schedule them. I, a couple of my assistant coaches said, hey, let's play them. You know, if we want to want to be the best, let's beat the best. I said, okay. <laughs> so, so we ended up scheduling them, and, you know, and it, it obviously worked out well. The, the big thing for me with playing them was, is, you know, you play a team like that, you figure out real quick what your weaknesses and things are because they expose them. And they did. I mean, we didn't do anything the second half on offense. I mean, we did not pee a drop. Sorry for lack of a better word, but we didn't. Defense kept us in the game. Uh, I thought I thought that we played well in our offense the first half and special teams and all that, but we didn't come out. We had a lot of correcting due on Sunday, and that's no disrespect to, to Bryant whatsoever. It's just we didn't play very well offensively. That's why they, they, and they, they made some great adjustments. And we didn't have an answer. And uh, and I think some of it probably, I'm not going to make excuses, I think some of it had to do with being tired. I mean, we had eight guys going both ways, and they, they're rotating eight on the offensive line and eight on the defensive line. And that's tough, man. You, gotta, you, you know, it's tough for our kids. But they battled through it, and they won. And, you know, I really what we've been trying to do since Sunday, and you know how this goes, especially you and – Bray is is that you got to get over it, man. I mean, to stay on that Kool Aid drunk too long, and you'll get your butt beat the next week. So we've tried to move on. Well, and that was my next question. You know, the, just what you talked about is is you know, it always you know you you love that confidence. I mean, that confidence you can't you know get it any other way. You know, when win a game like that. But then, man, you're going back. Here we go. You know, you got North Little Rock at one of your old former schools. And, and I, and I know, you know, in the preseason kind of people kind of, you know, they're going to be up and down, but they played pretty well the, the first three games of the year. I mean, uh, I know they got beat by a solid Catholic team. I mean, they've, they've got a pretty good football team and you're going over there and, and nobody's talking about North Little Rock and everybody's talking about you. Talk to your audience and, and talk to me how you and your staff are dealing with it. I mean, it's not like y'all don't understand success. I mean, you won a state championship last year, but talk to me about how do you get them regrouped and folks, what are you, are you doing anything different practice? Are we, are we a little bit honorary or more to detail things or talk to me a little bit about it? Well, you know, I got my, my big bro on staff, so he's a mastermind of, of getting people back on track on things like that. He's a mastermind. Like it's unbelievable to watch. You know, obviously I hadn't coached with him until last year and well at UAM, but he wasn't at that level yet. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, we've kind of piggybacked off him a little bit with some of the things that he does, but really, you know, like I said, it's Sunday up in film. I mean, we just, it was actually kind of a butt chewing session because we had so many mistakes that we had to, you know, so it was a great opportunity for them, the old Lou Holtz thing, you know, if, if, you, if you win a big game, everybody's telling them how great they are. 
you know, you, you, you chew butt and you figure out a way to, you know, bring them back down to reality. And then if you get your butt whooped, then, then, you know, you hug on them and say, Hey, you know, all that stuff, you know how that goes. But so we, we gave them a little dose of that on Sunday. And I tell you, I was really pleased with practice today and all week. I mean, I thought our players have come out pretty focused and, you know, locked in on what their assignments are. And, uh, but yeah, man, North Little Rock, when you play those guys are physical, they're fast. I don't give a crap what their what their record is. They were zero and two last year when we played them too, and they beat us. So, you know, uh, I don't look at that record or anything like that. They they've got a good football team, very well coached, and so we're going to have to play really well. I'm glad it's a fir- our first home game. We haven't been at home yet this year, so we'll have a good crowd. Well, and that's true. I've seen them go zero and four, zero and five, and you didn't by week ten or eleven, you didn't want to play those guys, and, and exactly. better and better. Uh, talk to us a little bit about North Little Rock. I mean, uh, I've watched them a little bit on film here, there. I mean, you know, obviously got some good athletes. Had, you know, Clint Reed, uh, you know, has come in and, as a head coach. And I think Coach, coach Sanford, who retired, has come back out. He's he's like an old boxer. He just can't get away from it. And <laughs> he's, he's back out there helping uh, Coach Reed. Talk to me. What do you see on film? And, and uh you're at home in War Memorial Stadium, which is is you know good for you guys. Ought to have a great crowd. Uh, talk to me a little bit what you see on film on North Little Rock and the things that y'all got to do to be successful. You know, I think I, I'll start with defense because I think their defensive line's pretty good. I, I think they're uh, you know they and they they compensate for their linebackers. Their linebackers are good high school football players, but they're not as good at what they've had in the past. And that's no knock on those kids, but those four defensive linemen they have, sometimes three, um, they're they're good. I mean, they're athletic like they always have been. Uh, they've got one kid, I believe, that's six seven. It's kind of like last year's. Uh, we had to deal with him. He was all over the field, and he was an animal. Uh, their secondary is fast. You don't really. You, it'll be tough for us to get. Um, you know, to be able to. Get some long runs and things like that. They they close on the ball pretty fast, so and they're pretty sound defensively. And then the offense, you know, I think their quarterback does a good job of managing the game. They've got, he's got a really really good wide receiver that they really try to get the ball to. And then they've got a couple of little shifty guys like they always do, you know, that just kind of cause you problems because it's hard to simulate that in practice to get that look, but their, their backs and, and their little slot receivers they have are really quick and fast. So it's going to be a challenge for our secondary. We're going to have to put some pressure on their quarterback, and I don't think he's much of a runner, but uh, sometimes that changes when you get some some guys chasing you. So we'll see uh, Friday night. Well, it puts a little pressure on Man Man back there in the back end, a little bit. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so, but I'm sure he'll 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 play well. Well, coach, congratulations! Hey, man, they just you know you keep winning, they get bigger and bigger. Y'all jumped in a lot of polls, number one overall in the state, and and you know it's exciting. But at the end of the day, of it is. Nobody looks back that on that in December. It's all about holding that trophy, and I know that's y'all's ultimate goal. And uh, and hopefully you'll be there. Well, Brad, appreciate you taking time with us. Uh, look forward to seeing you down the road. Thanks, Jeff. Appreciate you guys. Have a good one. See you. Well, just heard from Coach Bolding. Man, you know, they've got another tough one with North Little Rock, which we'll talk a little bit about that here later on in the show when we do our picks. But, man, you, you can feel the energy and you can feel the excitement there at Parkview. I'm going to talk about another team. And I, I got a bunch of text messages from these guys this weekend was Fayetteville. I mean, 
they're kind of flying underneath. They've been, think about who they they, they beat in Cabot. Mm-hmm. You know they they killed Northside last week. They put it up, started a little slow against North at North Little Rock and put it on though. Those guys playing tremendous defense. The Purple Dogs might be for real up here. They're 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 yeah. kind of standing out. What well, Bray? I mean, you don't get to watch them because you're coaching, mm-hmm. but uh, mouth. I mean, the Bulldogs defensively are for real. It looks like you know, obviously the the uh, the quarterback Lindsey's having a great year. Talk to me a little bit about the Purple Dogs. Yeah. Well, the, it comes right down to it. Uh, you the Purple Dogs have a great quarterback. In Drake Lindsey. Uh, if you've got a quarterback, you've got a chance. And Drake Lindsey has some receivers that can go get it. Uh, Coach Casey, uh, Casey Dick and his staff do a heck of a job at Fayetteville. And uh, as long as you got a quarterback, you've got a chance. And uh, uh, Lynn, Mr. Lindsey, is living up to expectations, and well, and I agree with, but I, their defense also they're they're playing really good on defense. Derek Davis, Devontae Britt, two co-defense coordinators, probably will have them on sometime. We already had Casey on, but man, Fayetteville, keep your eyes on them. Another game we got coming is uh, this week. We're fixing to bring him on. Is Little Rock Catholic uh, headed over to Benton? Uh, let's bring Coach Fogelman on right now, our BSN guest, Coach John Fogelman. Welcome to the show, Coach. Hey, the Catholic Rockets have been rolling here. Big win over Green County Tech last week, opening up with uh, the 6A East Conference. Coach, talk to me. You had a great year last year, got beat in the semifinals by the uh, by the Phoenix State Champions Plastic Academy. Lost some guys. Feel like you got a good bunch coming in. Tell me. This game with Benton this week coming, you got to go to Benton. Huge playoff implications, conference championship could. I mean, we're early, but you know, kind of looking on paper and things. Talk to me about your football team this year, and then and then talk to us a little bit about Benton and your, your matchup and having to go over there. Right. So yeah, we uh, you know we we've got a lot of returning from last year. Um, the pieces though that were the guys that we lost were awfully good. You know, offensively, Sam, uh, he, Sam Sanders was our, he, he was our leader. Uh, the whole team followed him. He's tough. He's competitor. Hate to lose. And we took on that. Uh, hopefully that has stuck with the guys. Uh, defensively, uh, you know, we lost uh, four guys. But, uh, again, Cole Pace and Owen Waller the, and uh, Eichler, those guys were like quarterbacks on the defense. Uh, you know, those were very important pieces. But uh, I think the guys have done a good job that have uh, filled in for them. Uh, as far as the matchup, yeah, I know, I know, I know Benton's excited about this. They got some guys that, that missed last week uh, that are supposed to play uh, this Friday. So, you know, I know it's a different year, but obviously last year this this was the game that made the difference in the who won the conference. Uh, it could obviously it's a big game, uh, but it is early, like you mentioned, and then you've got teams like West Memphis and Marion and uh, Cersei. I think everybody's improved. Everybody was pretty young last year, so uh, it, you know it, it may not be the same this year. Those guys are they're really good. 
Well, and, and you hit it with your conference. I, I think everybody's better. I mean, you talked about that off the air a little bit. And, you know, go, you know, going to Benton's always difficult. I mean, you worked at El Dorado. You've been over there a hundred times and played. It is a difficult place to play or getting a running back back. And what do y'all have to do to, to, to win the ball game? You know, you know, no turnovers and things like that. But what are some of the key matchups? Yeah, the typical stuff. But, you know, obviously we need to stop their running game. If it, You know, he only played a half against Brian. I think he carried it like 21 times, Yeah. Uh, you know, in, in a half. So, obviously that could be something they rely on. But, you know, last year, one of the things that we did so good, you go back and look, we had some really long drives, and it kept their offense off the field. And uh, so it would be nice to be able to do that again, put sustained drives together and, and keep their uh, weapons on the sideline. Well, the old John Fogelman, 10 to 11, 12 play drive. I've seen those a few times in my career. Yeah. <laughs> and you're, you're a classic guy with it. Well, I'm, Coach, I'm going to get you off here. Uh, you know, y'all got a lot of ball to play, but this is just a huge game. I, I got tickled. I thought about you other day. I saw her uh, a couple weeks ago. Stevie Nicks was was coming to Oklahoma City, and, and I, the first guy I thought about was you and uh, uh, Fleetwood Mac and, and that part of it. You got to – Get out and watch, uh, see Stevie in action here lately. Oh, man, they got a quick tour and while it's ball season. <laughs> you know, look and find us find it during the summertime. I know, I, but I saw her coming into this, going into Oklahoma City over there, and I thought, man, I wonder if Coach Fogelman's driving over and seeing it. That's close enough drive. Well, we'll get a date and we'll go watch them. Well, Coach, good luck to you. Hey, we'll, we'll catch you on down the road. Good luck to you guys this Friday. All right, good to see you. Thanks a lot. See you, buddy. Man, Coach Fogelman, you know, Brent, what did you think about listening to Coach Fogelman there? I mean, obviously, you know, they were in the state semifinals last year. You know, this game last year was for the conference championship, and probably if you look on paper, uh, you look on paper, it's probably coming down to that. I mean, West Memphis, there's a lot of ball to play, but you never know. But this is a huge game. Coach Fogelman's played a lot of coach big games. Coach Brad Harris been state championship games. Talk to me. What do you what do you see on the outlook of this game? And what do you think about the Rockets and the Man, Panthers? Um, gonna be an gonna be an outstanding gonna be an outstanding game Friday night. Um, and I just want to say this: uh, the job that John Fogelman's done at Little Rock Catholic is off the charts good. And but I see this game in uh, two. I see uh, the big thing that'll be the be the deciding factor. Is will Catholic be able to get off the field on after? Uh, will they be able to? Because uh, you know what Benton's going to do. They're going to give you a. They're going to give you a steady diet of of Braylon Russell. Are they going? Are they going to be able to? Catholic, uh, is Catholic going to be able to hold up to that steady diet of that big bad Brahma bull coming at you? Full speed ahead, and the question is also: is is Braylon is Braylon Russell going to be able to? Uh, is he going to be healthy this week? You know, because he got hurt the first in the Salt Bowl against Bryant and hadn't played since. So, well, I think he set last week. He he's supposed to schedule to play, but I, I think that's a, that's a big game. Well, let's do this. Let's bring on our our BSN guest, Danny McEwen. Let's. Uh, and see who our BSN Player of the Week is. Well, hey, Danny, welcome to the Coaches in the Mouth. First thing I have to say is, how about them Cowboys? 
<laughs> love it, love it. And uh, we don't have to worry about the Jets, I don't think. Well, I hope we can score. I hope we can score against them. But, uh, but but that was good to see. Well, let's get off. You got bigger news than the Cowboys. Talk to us this week. You had another tough choice. I mean, the numbers some of these kids are putting up are unbelievable. I mean, I, I'll get and start reading or, you know, watch the highlights here or there, and it, it's it's just phenomenal. Who's our BSN player of the week this week, and how in the world did you choose this one? Well, you're right. I mean, it's you look at the stats and you look at on social media and everything, and there's kids putting up some phenomenal numbers and people scoring a lot of points. So Bill Elmore's theory is wrong. Defense is not what the ball game's all about. <laughs> so we uh, we we've decided this week uh, for our week two BSN Arkansas Player of the Week. Uh, is going to be Noah Smith, the quarterback from Whitehall High School. So they had a big, big win against Maumelle, opening conference game, beat them 42-21. And uh, Noah is, from what uh, Coach Jason Mitchell has told me, has developed into a big-time leader for them. And we all know what they've been through, and, and, and we know that what kind of leadership they need. So – Noah, Noah had 326 yards of total offense, which was the same amount of total offense that the entire Maumelle Hornet team had. Wow. Very impressive. Yeah, he was 11 of 13 for 195 yards and threw for three TDs and then rushed for another 131 yards and another one on the ground. So, had a big night. It was a big win for them, especially opening conference and and uh, we we're proud to be able to share some love with the Whitehall Bulldogs, especially Noah Smith, well, and, and, the BSN player of the week. Well, that's awesome. And, you know, they've been through a lot. Obviously, it's well documented everything they've been through. And you've actually got to watch them play what uh, two weeks ago against Warren. And I, I went back and actually watched their their game of mom mail. I mean, what an impressive night for, for that young man, but man, they, 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 Whitehall's got a really good football team. Also. They do. They do. I think some people probably underestimated them because they, they have a huge offensive line and they're playing really well. It was a great game against Warren came down right down to the end, or they might be undefeated at this point, but yeah, Noah Smith is our player of the week, and he did a fantastic job. And I tell you what, they've got a little running back that people need to keep That's their right. eyes on. He's committed to our buddy Tim Horton at Air Force. And he can he's go. going to be a fantastic player as well. Yeah, he can go. Well, Danny, you, you, last week you went to the, the, the Parkview Bryant game. I mean, what, what an atmosphere. I, you know, obviously, I wasn't there. Just saw, you know, saw the highlights and went back and watched a little bit of it on live stream. Talk to me about the – the environment there and, and the ball game a little bit, then we'll find out where you're going this week. Yeah. Well, I hadn't been inside the gate uh, more than five minutes and I had three people ask me who I was for. <laughs> I avoided those questions, but yeah, unbelievable atmosphere, both sides packed students, student sections on both sides were rowdy and supporting their team. And, unbelievable man the kids just both sides played hard and you know I, I i told buzz i said it's a shame for somebody to have to lose this ball game because of the way that they both sides played but unbelievable i know that parkview sky high i know that brian i, I tell you what feels i don't know who bryant plays next but i feel sorry for him because it's not gonna be free. yeah they'll they'll be 
they'll be. I guess they're probably they're on a bye week this week, and they'll yeah. be ready to roll. And I'm not sure who they play. Well, who you got circled this week? We're going to fix to go through our top ten games here in a few minutes. Who I, don't know, I need I need a suggestion from the mouth. Hopefully, the All mouth right, has well. a suggestion for me of where I need to go. Uh, where you need to uh, go? Wherever you go, you're going to see a fabulous game. So just just pick it. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way to be non-committal. That is, but there, there's a bunch of good. You know, you got North Little Rock at, at Parkview. You've got uh, Catholic at Benton. You've got Hot. I think Hot that'll Park. be a really good one. Yes, you know, a conference championship possible. Uh, this is a game which we'll talk about a little bit. Lake Hamilton, I mean, Mountain Home at Lake Hamilton's going to be at some playoff implications there. Obviously, uh, Boonville at Harding Academy. My, my God. Well, Boone, Boonville is, and I'm sure they have a hard time getting games. You know, they played Fairview last week, and now they're going there, and they played right. Ozark. So they're they're battle tested when they get in the conference. I can promise. Absolutely, I, I don't think anybody wants to play either one of those teams. Oh no, no, they don't. But well, we'll get back with you next week. I'm sure you're going to figure out where you're going to go. Uh, boy, that that Catholic Benton game ought to be a great one, but. Yeah, North Little Rock Parkview, Hot Springs Southwest. I mean, there's a lot of them you can choose from. So Mouse says, pick one. You can't go wrong. I, I believe he's right. He's been on assignment, so he knows what he's talking about. Yeah, he's, oh, yeah. He's he's amongst the people all the time. I'm always amongst the people. Got to be with my people at all times. He's with them at all times. All right, Danny, we'll see you next week. All right. Thanks, guys. Man, BSN Player of the Week. Uh, man, quarterback at Whitehall, I, I got to watch him play and, and – Man, he had more yards than everybody at Mall Mail. That's a, unbelievable. Congratulations to him. Well, let's get into our pick segment here. Hey, can, uh, I, can yeah. I say something yeah. real quick? Uh, congr- congratulations to uh, Whitehall for the, for the season they've had so far. They're, for all they've been through, uh, could be very easily 3-0 three and, three and oh instead of 2-1. and one. That just shows the uh, fortitude of, of their players and their and their coaching staff, uh, and that is some. I mean, that's just fantastic. Yeah, it is. It's great to the coaches and the players. I mean, uh, you know, unbelievable, unbelievable. I mean, what they've been through. Well, let's let's get let's go ahead and jump right into it here. All right, we're going to start in two A here. Uh, we got Desark at Carlisle. Desark beat Hazen earlier in the year. Carlisle had a big win against Cross County last week. Must be very, very good on defense at one seven nothing. Uh, Mouth, who you got in this one? Well, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go with Carl, Carlisle because they beat they beat Cross County last week, right? Yep. Seven. Uh, and Cross County's a darn good football team. So I'm I'm gonna go with the Carl, Carlisle Bison. I am too. I, th- I think they're really tough on defense. Just giving up seven points across county. Grandma not is also going with uh, Carlisle. Let's head down to South Arkansas. We got Star City Coach Vereen against uh, Coach Bo and the Warren Lumberjacks. Uh, I'm not even going to ask you. I know who you're going to take here. But go ahead. Uh, you know, you know I can't go against the against the friend of the show, Coach Bo Embry, and the. And the Warren Lumberjacks. I can't. I cannot do it until he proves me wrong, and that usually doesn't happen. So, 
I'm going with the Warren, Warren Lumberjacks. Well, I think me and Grandma and I are also going to go with the Lumberjacks. Coach Vereen has, has done a good job and has pushed the Lumberjacks the last couple of years, but uh, uh, I think Warren just got too much for them. Here's a, another big game. Uh, we had this Tom Sears from head coach at Hoxie on earlier this year. Hoxie at Melbourne. Melbourne had a great year. Coach Stu Smith is still coaching in, in at Melbourne and does a great job. Who do you like in this one? I'm gonna step out on a limb and say I'm gonna try. I'm gonna go with Hoxie. Going with Hoxie. All righty. Coach Williams is gonna go with Hoxie, and so is Grandma Nas. So we're kind of all sitting on the same page. Let's head over to uh, White County. Uh, we got Boonville, who's non-conference schedule. Good gracious! You know they played Ozark. They were at Fairview last week, and now they're headed to Harding Academy. The four A, the defending four A uh, state runners up. Uh, Mouth, who you got in this one? Well, I gotta go. Um, I gotta go with Harding Academy because uh, both my my nephew and my niece. My nephew graduated from there. My niece, the junior cheerleader. So I gotta go with. So the, basically, you're you're gonna home this up. Yeah, I'm home. Yeah, I'm home. Just call it like it is. That's okay. <laughs> They're all out there. I'm gonna go with Harding Academy. Also, Grandma Nas gonna go with 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 Boonville. All right, here we go in the Central Arkansas, North Little Rock Charging Wildcats going to War Memorial Stadium against Little Rock Parkview. Park. We've had Coach Bolding on here. Uh, to me, this is a scary game for Parkview. I, you know, I think North Little Rock's got a good team. For Catholic. Uh, uh, no, for, for North Little Rock. North Little Rock, I think the scary game oh, yeah. for Parkview okay. is uh, North Little Rock uh, is sitting there, and they've got a good football team. Parkview's coming off a huge high off beat Ben uh, Bryant last week. Talk to me who you got in this one. I'm going to ride with the Patriots. Riding with the Patriots. Well, that's probably a smart thing. All right, we're, let's go over now. Uh, we just talked about this team. we got BB at Whitehall. BB looks much improved. Whitehall's sitting at 2-1. Had a big win over Maumelle last week. Who do you like here? I'm going I'm to keep riding those, uh, those Whitehall Bulldogs. I'm going to stay with Whitehall, too. I, I, I They got something special going on down there. I, I, I watched them play a couple of times. They really got something special. Uh, Grandma Nas going with Whitehall. Uh, Central Arkansas in this five in the in the 5A again. We've got Moralton at Joe T. Robison. Moralton pulls out a big victory over Valonia last week. Uh, Robison's uh, only loss is to Plasky Academy so far this year. Who you like at this this game? I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna go with Joe T in this in this one. I think I'm gonna go with Joe T also. I think Morton's got their futures bright, but I think they're just too young for this one. Six A West big matchup this week. Mountain Home, who's been on a roll, got beat last week pretty good by by Greenwood, but I think they got a good football team. Lake Hamilton got beat last week by Little Rock Christian. They've also dropped a game to Lakeside. Who do you like in this one? This is a, this is gonna be this is a sneaky good football game, I believe. Um, I'm gonna go with uh, Lake Hamilton. Going with Lake Hampton, which I see that, but it's a long drive from Mountain Home all the way down to Hot Spring. Coach Williams is gonna go with Mountain Home. I think I think they've got something going on over there that uh, they got a chance to have a good good year. 
Next matchup, had him on, Coach Fogelman early, the Little Rock Catholic Rockets, headed over to the, the Benton Panthers. Most people think could, this could be for the conference championship. Uh, who you like in this one? I'm going to go with the Catholic Rockets. Going with the Catholic Rockets. Grandma Na is going to go with Benton, and Coach Williams is going to go with John Fogelman also, and the Catholic Rockets. I, I think this thing could go either way. Coach Williams, you you know you can't, you can't go against a man that wore purple. Yeah, that, yeah well, that's you true. Know, you can't go you can't go against yeah. a I've former coached, Wildcat. Well, both of them are great. Brad Harris, great coach, mm-hmm. Coach Fogelman, but yeah, I've got some history there. Last game of the week, Daryl Burnett at Hot Springs is steadily down there, just winning games, just winning and being quiet about it. And now they're they're going to take on Daryl Patton and Little Rock Southwest, who's beat Heritage. Uh, he really thinks they've got the chance to be decent getting the playoffs this year well who you got in this one hot springs at little rock southwest i gotta go with the men of troy, men of troy. i gotta go with the hot springs trojans well grandma and i is too and so is coach williams so that's our top 10 uh games of the week last week we both went eight and two uh grandma went six and four uh you picked the you nailed the the, the Parkview Bryant game last week and and so we'll we'll have a lot of fun with this. We'll you know this there's some big games this week and and uh, this should be should be a lot of fun. All right, this time we're going to bring on our man, Mister Triple Crown, Derek Brazil, and try to get some picks for the weekend so everybody can enjoy a little college football and NFL. Mister Triple Crown himself, Derek Brazil, Derek. Great weekend last weekend. Yeah. Great on college. Uh, one, I mean, that thing looked like it was going to hit uh, in the NFL and the Seahawks. We were just talking, put the screws to you and uh, and golf uh, both tackles. Cowboys looked impressive. Crazy NFL. Let's talk a little bit about it. Yeah, well, Cowboys were impressive. And Aaron Rodgers. We're sitting here a week ago, sitting here talking about we don't know if the Jets are going to finish first, go to the Super Bowl, finish last, and in four plays, bam! I mean, it's unbelievable. I, I, I hate it, honestly. I was, I was, I know a lot of people are saying this. I was looking forward to watching uh, Rodgers and Wilson and what he can turn Wilson into, and it's just it was sad, you know. I kind of want to see it, you know, but. And then for that game to go that way, and then to come back, and then them to win on a punt return in overtime, I was just like, "What?" You know, it's just like crazy. that was crazy. It was crazy weekend. So crazy, crazy but game. yeah, but we did well. We hit we hit nine of ten last yeah. week. And I mean, I got kind of lucky on College Day, right? We had Utah, Notre Dame, and Colorado. Notre Dame and Colorado kicked butt, right? Utah, I bought it down to six. They won by seven. And they got shoved into the end zone at the end of the at the end of the game just to try to get the ball back. And so we really got kind of lucky with Utah, but we'll take that. Uh, and then on the like you said, the NFL we hit four or five. Who would have thought Rams would beat the Seahawks? That was the last oh. thing. They were winning at half, fourteen to six, and I was like, oh, and they missed the field goal. I was like, all right, it's gonna be fine. And they didn't do nothing in the second half. And honestly, Matt Stafford looked pretty dang good. Yep. Like he was. He was, you know, a couple new receivers, Puka and Tutu Atwell. He was, they had like ten targets of Pete or ten catches each. They were, they were, it was great. So and they, was, they lost in the Seahawks. Lost, you know, had a bunch of injuries. You know, offensive line a little bit. And I, like we were just talking, I saw where they signed 
you know, forty-one-year-old Jason Peters, and he can still play, folks. I mean, I watched him last <laughs> year. He can still, he can still play, and and he knows what he's doing. But uh, you know, at all the games you had last week, the, the Seahawks over the Rams, I was like, hey, that's an easy one. I could, yeah, I could pick that. Yeah. I don't even know what I'm doing. Yeah, we, you know, we go. I have buddies. We do the survivor pools, and a lot of it, a lot of them had Seahawks, right? And I was like, truly, we're truly it's going to happen, you know, and it didn't happen. But uh, for this week, I've got a pretty good slate that I've worked up as well. It's very similar to last week. So we've got a college day and then an NFL day. And uh, looking through college, and it's kind of a unique day. Um, not as big a game as, you, as we as obviously we had last weekend. But the the um, four games I'm going to take this week in, in college is uh, I'm going to take number 11, Tennessee at Florida, I think. Tennessee, the line's only uh, six and a half. If you're going to play that, I'd play it just like that. So, you, I mean, it's a pretty – that's probably the game. If I was going to play a game straight up, that would be the game I'd play. When I play it in my parlay, I'm going to play it just Tennessee on the on the money line, though, just, uh, just to cover myself there. The second game I have is uh, – this is a – a lot of people might question me here, but uh, Wyoming at Texas – I'm going to take Wyoming, but I'm going to push the points up from 28.5 to 36.5. I think if, you, if a lot of people go, look, Wyoming, they're 2-0. They're, mm-hmm. pretty, they're pretty damn good football team. They, they can score the ball. That's that's exactly right. Hell, they'd be Texas Tech and then the Portland State, somebody else, but they can score. They're scoring upper 30s. And you look what Texas is doing. Yeah, they played Bama last week, right? Of course, you know, best team in the last couple of decades. But um, – I think they beat Rice the first game, and they're scoring mid-30s as well. And so I think that Texas will win, obviously, but I don't think that they're going to cover them by 36-and-a-half. Okay. And so so I'll cover that one to 36-and-a-half. Well, and then you also throw the factor in on that is, you know, they're coming off beating Alabama. And you know how that – I mean, I don't care who. You know, we beat Alabama, we're playing the Wyoming. Whoop-de-doo, you know. (laughs) That's the middle part of it. So – you hit it right on it. That's exactly what I was thinking. And then, so guess what? The other flip of that coin is, who wants to play Bama the week after that happens? Not South Florida. I promise you. <laughs> so I'm going to take Alabama's lines minus 32. Same thing. Shove it in a, in a parlay just to give yourself as much coverage as you can. You can shove it down to minus 23. Um, and then the last game I've got is Washington at Michigan State. Washington's number eight. They're the real deal, man. I mean, they got they got that quarterback. Hell, he's thrown it like a hundred times already, you know, in two games. And so, um, but Michigan State, they're no slouch either. They've been beating people pretty good. And so, this one I'm gonna I'm gonna play a little differently. I'm gonna take the over. And so the line's fifty five. Shove it to forty eight. That covers you, you know, on a lot of the mathematical numbers. Um, so I'm gonna shove that to forty eight over. You can parlay those four together, same as last week. You get two to one on your odds. Okay. Then we go Michigan, over- Michigan State. That's interesting, you know, because they got a lot of issues going on over there for the yeah. head coach right now, and all that fiasco. And and it, exactly. they just threw the ball too. Washington. I got a friend of mine. He's he's he coaches at Oregon, and and we're you know kind of I talked to him about Pac twelve. You know, you know they go in 
kill Portland State, and you're thinking he'll kill Texas Tech and get out of there. Likely Texas yeah. Tech goes to him. And uh, but he's been talking talk to me about how good Washington's receivers and quarterbacks are, and just they've got some really good players. Well, and so that that tells you. So I, so I was going back, and I like looking at who played who, right? So we go back to the Wyoming game. Wyoming beat Texas Tech, right? And then you kind of if you go and you connect the dots, Oregon barely beat. Who did Oregon barely beat? They barely beat um, Texas Tech. Texas Tech, right? And yeah. then Wyoming beat them pretty damn good. Yeah. So you start putting those numbers together. I'm like, Wyoming's a pretty damn good team. And that's why I think they'll hang with Texas. Texas coming off a high. Alabama's going to get, you know, I'm sure they have a pretty tough week with Nick Saban. So <laughs> that's my thought process there and, my, and, and how I got to that point. Um, rolling over to the NFL. So the NFL – I ain't touching money. I ain't. I mean, I'm not touching points at the moment with NFL because it comes down to the fourth quarter. You know what Scott Hansen on Red Zone he says, <laughs> you know, fourth quarter's coming up and it's like yeah. anything happen, right? And so, uh, but I'm picking five teams again on that. And um, here's the teams I'm going to pick. I'm playing in a parlay, and this parlay will play four to one just with this parlay. And I'm playing the Saints at the Panthers. I think the Saints are better than a lot of people think uh, with Derek Carr coming over. Michael Thomas looked better last week. They got Olave from the other receiver. You know, they're a little they – they're all over the place with running backs at the moment, but Jamal Williams is good enough to carry that team until Kamara gets back. But I think that they're going to be pretty good. Um, the Dolphins at the Pats. Um, hell, if Tyreek Hill does what he did again and – I mean, that dude, you can't guard him, you know? I mean, he's got Waddle. That's the thing about it. Waddle's back on the other side. He can fly, too. And, so and you can't take them both away. I don't right. no. think that. So if, if Tua can stay out of getting a damn concussion, I think you're going to be all right. Yeah. I think four people, you know, tremendously. And I think that the Pats, they can't score with them. Um, and they're going to, you know, Belichick's going to try to probably try to take Hill away. I mean, that's what he does. He try to isolate one guy. So I expect Waddle to probably have a pretty big week then. Um, next game, Jets at Cowboys. Cowboys, right? So Cowboys look great this week. They were, I mean, that game was terrible. I mean, terrible to watch on TV because it was over in the first quarter, right? Yeah. And everything, everything played into Cowboys' hands. You know, the Cowboys are real dangerous if they get a yeah. lead because they, right. they can get to your passer and they can work work their speed on defense. I tell you what scares me about this game, though. Of course, I'm a Cowboys fan. I'm scared if we play the Buccaneers. You scared of Wilson, man? You scared of Wilson? Uh, I've seen I've seen this happen before. I'm just telling you. And here's what really scares me. And I'm I'm being serious about this. Is the Jets just lining up and running right at us? I, yeah, we're not. That's not our deal. Now, consistently doing that in the NFL, you know, I've seen the 49ers do it over and over in a couple right. of years. That's what scares me. But the other part, I think you're on, is Wilson's going to throw it to us. Yeah, yeah. he's going to throw it to us. But yeah. you're exactly. You are right. That that's their only chances. They've got Dalvin Cook and they got Brees Hall. Brees Hall, he looks like a, a young Frank Gore. Oh. You know, I mean that dude just he gets the ball and he was rambling upfield like on little screen passes and stuff. I was just like, man, you know. I mean, he, so he looked good from being hurt last year. You know, and I, I don't know how much Dallas scores. 
I, I really yeah. don't. I mean, I know we got weapons, but they <laughs> you didn't have to. You didn't have to score much last. Year. I mean, you had a couple of touchdowns, a punt return, and then another kickoff. And so you really they weren't really throwing. So it's really it's going to be an interesting game, like you said, to see what Dallas can do. Get CD, get get the receivers more involved. You um, you know the the young tight end. He uh, yeah, Ferguson yeah, pretty he looked good. Yeah. Yeah. He looked good. He looked real good. So. I'm taking the Cowboys there. Um, then I'm taking Rams aren't going to do it again, right? They better not do it again. <laughs> 49ers at the Rams. I, I think 49ers last year, if – I think I said this last week. I think if they would have had a quarterback, the Eagles wouldn't have made it. And I think the 49ers could have possibly won the Super Bowl last year. They got too many pieces, man. And, um, you know, with Kittle and McCaffrey and Ayuk and uh, Samuel, and, I mean, it's just unbelievable. And then on defense, they got damn good defense. Greenlaw in the middle. I mean, they're uh, Bosa on the outside. They're, they're great, you know. And they're great on the back. I, I think I was impressed that, you know, and, and I watched the Herds people, you know, they were pushing Pittsburgh, and then I wasn't buying in on that. And uh, Brock Purdy's pretty accurate. And, and that's all Kyle Shanahan needs. I mean, if that guy can, you know, if he's accurate and he don't turn it over, they're going to win a lot of games. But yeah. the 49ers have owned the Rams. I mean, they have owned them. It's a bad matchup for the Rams. Now, of course, the Rams probably win now, but I didn't, you know, I like words, but that's a I'd be on the 49ers all day against the Rams. The Rams killed me last week, man. Oh, I'm telling it you. Was, it was terrible. So, you know, I'm, I'm I'm betting against them again, and then um, the last game is I think it's a rebound game. Uh, Raiders at the Bills. I'm taking the Bills. Um, they need to win this one, and I think you know Josh Allen he had some bad turnovers this week. I think he'll I think he'll come out of it, and he'll he'll they'll do a lot better. Um, Raiders. I watched that game. You know Josh Jacobs. He signed late. I think he was. It's hard to get in the groove with him every time they're in the twenty. It's kind of. You could kind of tell what they were going to do. Hand the ball left, hand the ball right. Josh Jacobs try to score a touchdown. They shut down Devontae Adams pretty good, and then Jacoby Myers. He's got a he's in concussion protocol. He looked good, yeah. but he had ten targets, nine catches. But um, but anyway, you you parlay they parlay those five four to one odds. Then if you really want to make some money, you parlay that plus the college games, and you get back to that fourteen to one that we had again last week. And uh, like I said, last week we hit nine. You know, it depends on what you want to play. But last week we hit nine of ten. And I can see it doing it again. I mean, we got some challenges here. Like, Wyoming's going to have to step up and play some ball. It's going to be fun games to watch. Um, but I think the NFL is pretty safe. Um, Tennessee, if you're going to play that in the parlay, I would, I would, I would uh, money line that. I wouldn't give the points at Florida mm-hmm. just, because, just because of uh, – and I don't like giving points to the SEC at Florida. I just wouldn't want to do that. If I don't think Florida's very good, though. Yeah. But, but, man, that's it. It's a, it's a very similar as last week, but in, in the amount of games and everything. And this is honestly where I had the most confidence. And so we'll see. Let's make some money, right? Well, that, that's 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 the plan here. And, uh, man, college football, and I'll get you off here. We're just wrapping here, is – Man, it's it, picking that, and you, know, you do it, and, and is it's all over the place right now. I mean, yeah. <laughs> the SEC, you know, the, the you I, know, I mean, you got Texas, the Big Twelve, you got Colorado, you got USC, you got you know Michigan. You, 
I think it's so, you know, it's a crazy year. It's just wide open. I, I do too. And I honestly, I think that it's hard right now because the transfer portal, like I said that episodes ago, I, you don't know who's moved to where. You sit there and say, well, South Alabama's got 18 returning starters, right? And it's like, I wanted to pick them over Oklahoma State this week. But you're like, well, damn, who did Oklahoma State get moved in? You know, but you've got to, it's harder to do your research because of the transfer portal and figure out, you know, if the teams are old or, you know, you got JUCO transfers, what do you have? So I think that's a big part of it. But there's teams like Washington, right? I mean, this team is looking great. I mean, you know, Texas has a good chance. We talked about Florida State's probably the team that's going to be in yeah. the top four. I don't see anybody beating them. Ooh. So, anyway, I think it's going to be a fun year. And uh, I told you we were going to get back on the winning streak. We did last week. We're going to do it again this week. Well, good deal. Hey, tell everybody where they can find your sheets and, and – yep. Instagram, uh, Triple Crown Thoroughbreds, um, and then on Facebook. Like I, and I say it every time, we're, we're working on a – if I can ever find time to get there and do it, we're working on a TikTok um, site. Um, a lot of people are doing that now on TikTok. I don't know if you've noticed – if anybody noticed if you're on TikTok, but a lot of people are doing that, and um, – and we're going to do that, and then it's going to roll into horse racing. I'm, I'll be one of the only few, that, or only one I know of, that will have sports and horse racing. Yeah. So um, when horse racing in Oakland comes around December, it'll be a lot of fun. Well, it will be. And a bunch of right around the corner. My it God. is. <laughs> well, appreciate you coming on. Hey, we'll check your work and have you on next week. Thanks, Derek. Right. Thanks, See you, Jesse. Bud. See you, bud.